Jackson. It happened. Exactly. <laughs> they showed us a Batmobile. Man, and what a Batmobile. What a Batmobile. <laughs> it's a car, and I love it. It is not a tank. It is not going to steamroll other vehicles that are parked in its way. It still might. Ah, that's true. <laughs> it is just a vehicle that he has broken down himself and put a sweet, badass engine in it. And the exhaust pipes are sticking up in the air, and it's going to be great. It's got a little afterburner on the back. So. Yes, it does. Oh, it's going to be so good. This is one of the, the things that's made me have to totally disengage from following Twitter after all the, the coaxing you and Jamie have done. The sheer amount of the just the Snyder contingent. Oh, God, don't get like, me. Oh, this is trash. They say everything. Okay, I have a rant. I have a rant. The Fast and Furious shit, like all the jokes like, oh, Batman's in Fast and the Furious now. If your only context for like badass cars and movies is Fast and the Furious... Don't don't go out there. Don't give your takes. Yeah. You have no education. You have no context. Go watch You're an idiot. Seconds. <laughs> yeah. I'm not speaking for Zach right now. I'm just speaking for myself. <laughs> if, if you're not replying to my wanna, gone in 60 seconds line. <laughs> I don't want to bring this this podcast down with me. But if your only context in cinema is gone in 60 seconds. Oh, no, hold fuck on. off. No, you, wait, hold on. Don't throw gone in 60 seconds. In. <laughs> not gone in 60. I'm at Fast and Furious. That's right. Uh, gone in 60 seconds is a bad movie, but I love it. It's um, a good bad movie. Yeah. Have you ever seen the original Gone in 60 Seconds? No. It's like... I refuse to believe there's no other one but Side no, of it's Cage. Hundo P just like a like an experimental art film. Oh. Because it was just made by stunt people. Oh, and there's cool. like no real script. And oh, that's dope. they shot it like mostly illegally without permits. Like they I just took it. cars and just did crazy shit out on real streets with like real other people out <laughs> on the street. You watch Baby Driver, right? Yeah, Baby Driver is great. Yeah. I mean, now you just have to, like, you know, like, do the sensor, like, the blur sensor for Kevin Spacey and all his scenes. He gets he gets wrecked at the end, so kind of like justice. But the movie That's itself true. is fantastic. Yeah, I love Baby Driver. Um, It's like my go-to driving movie now. I love Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright's never made a bad movie. Making a second one. I know. He's uh, making a horror movie right now, which I'm, like, super stoked for. That's awesome. Yeah. Should be I liked... out, like, this year, I think. He's been, he's been quiet on it for a while, but they've been mm. shooting it. Anyways. But, yes, yeah, so there's other car movies besides Fast and the Furious... You yeah, know people, what? Snyder Bros are starting to... I have the rant about Snyder Bros, because they're starting to upset me on a level I didn't think I could reach. Can I just preface your rant with please, something? Please, please do. If Batman begins and ends with Ben Affleck for you, you're not a Batman fan. I think you might like The Punisher. Try that. True. Go ahead. That's true, actually. He is The Punisher. So, yeah, you'd love that show. It's on Marvel. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's on Marvel. Marvel. It is on Marvel. It is on Marvel. Uh, okay, yeah. So, Snyder Bros are coming out thick. Um... Right now, they're for some reason attacking like DC's best movie, Birds of Prey. There's ladies in it. There, it's all there is. There's a the Venn diagram for loving Zack Snyder and not loving ladies. I think might just be a circle. (laughs) (laughs) They, because yeah, for example, it's you watch 300 and that gives you enough insight into it. Um, I love abs, but. They yeah so they're they're going they're coming up thick and they're attacking like birds of prey for some reason and they're saying like they took a screenshot of uh, Margot Robbie looking at the sandwich as it's being made and she's like you know like lusting over it and it's yeah. hysterical and great because she's hungover and we've all been there um, and they're like I can't believe we lost Ben Affleck for this and somebody like quote tweeted it and said Margot Robbie does more acting staring at the sandwich than. <laughs> Everybody 
in Batman vs Superman combined. Yeah, and it's like it's true. Well, here's the thing: they're like all, not all. I don't want to generalize. I'm sure there are people that like Batman v Superman who also like other things. It's me. But all the people <laughs> I just ignore when Batman shoots people. <laughs> the like all the people that are like heavy in this. Twitter contingent who are attacking everything have constructed this narrative of like Matt Reeves came in and kicked Ben Affleck out and like I'm making my Batman and all this shit like Ben Affleck quit yes. Ben Affleck didn't want to do this not only did he quit he <laughs> checked himself into rehab yeah because he was having an alcohol problem that's come out so this makes more sense why the entire project was scrapped because he finally kind of came to terms that you know maybe I'm not in the right headspace to yeah. work on a movie for two years and it just like it blows my mind like however you feel about Ben Affleck or the, those movies if you like BVS if you like Justice League but um my god god help the soul that does like Justice League to me it's like like if they announced Christian Bale in 2005 and people were going like what they're not bringing George Clooney back <laughs> give me one Batman. George Clooney's the only Batman <laughs> You see those cheeks in that suit? <laughs> we lost we lost Clooney for this. <laughs> look at this. This doesn't even look like a Batmobile. He opened like the a, line of credit. It looks like a Hummer Lamborghini. Oh. Unsubscribe. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. It, it does. sounds like insanity. It does. And um it's whatever. We're moving on because I'm ignoring them. I they just upset me because they take good things like this. And uh, they just shit all over it, and it looks fantastic. They're bringing and, down my high, Zach. And this might be, like, I want to see it in the context of the movie. This might be your biggest high? This might be my, like, if it's not going to be my favorite Batmobile, it's an easy second. Yeah. What would be your first? Burton. The Burton Batmobile. Yeah, that's classic. Um, And that's, like, there's a lot of, like, childhood shit wrapped up in that. So like, I did have a little toy that you'd pull it back, and they go... <laughs> I bought um, a few years ago, a few years ago, probably like 10 years ago, <laughs> when you get to be my age, time like loses its... <laughs> For my 28th birthday. <laughs> it's, like, it's like this weird elasticity. You're like, that just that movie just came out, right? And you're like, that was 20 years ago. <laughs> you know, as a fresh-faced 25-year-old, I can't relate. The weird shit, there's like weird shit where it's like, when you contextualize things, the original Star Wars... Came out 11 years before I was born, and now there's more time between, like, episode 3 and now than there was between the original Star Wars and when I was born. That's weird. Yeah, right? You don't uh, think about time. Time's scary. Time hurts. Um, but How does it feel to be a relic? <laughs> I feel like I'm aging like a fine wine. Excellent. I'm glad yeah. you feel that way. Or like one of those aged steaks. <laughs> a nice cut of wavy beef. Yeah. Just beefy and delicious. <laughs> Sweetest meat. <laughs> so Jackson, you know, he's living the 30s, beefy and delicious. That's right, baby. Uh, you're aging like a fine wine. I'm probably aging like the, you know, like the two-buck Chuck from Trader Joe's. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, and I'm there. And Get it now I'm there. while it lasts. <laughs> like, you know, and, and I provide a good time, but you know, there's true. better options. I've never not had a good time with you, Zach. See? Two-buck Chuck. That makes one of us. <laughs> well, you have to, you, your sample size is much larger. It yeah, for her, for her it's like if you drank two buck chuck like all the time. <laughs> so like that's where she's coming Wait, from. On. I do do that. If instead of water. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that two buck chuck is what's actually running through my veins. So that's pretty accurate. Interesting. Actually. That's um, 
This podcast brought to you by Trader Joe's. So about this Batmobile. <laughs> Which I wish. <laughs> I got a lot of uh, a lot of antecedents and a lot of uh, observations to make about this Batmobile. Number That's a juicy word. Thank you. You're welcome. Number one. Um, I don't know if we've talked about it before or if you read it. There is a script um, from that like dark period where WB didn't know what to do with Batmo- Batman anymore. Ah, yes. And they were trying to bring him back. This was pre-Nolan. Um, they this were like post freeze. Exactly. They were like, "What about Batman Beyond? What about <sighs> Batman versus Superman? The first iteration." Yes. Like Wolfgang Peterson was gonna do with a script by Andrew Kevin Walker, that was like in continuity with the other Batman movies. It's very weird. Because um, there's this whole thing about the Joker coming back from the dead. Oh, uh, that's dope. And, That'd be uh, fun. That'd been fun. It was Jack Napier, so it like was that version of the Joker. It was very interesting. But uh, one of the things was Batman Year One, and it was Darren Aronofsky with Frank Miller. Oh, that'd been insane. The script is wild because they do so much weird shit. Where like Bruce Wayne, after his parents get killed, he like runs away into the city, so like people don't find him. They assume oh. he's dead. Yeah, and he grows up uh, in a uh, like in downtown Gotham. With a mechan- auto mechanic named Big Al, who was like the Alfred role. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> and it's this very Travis Bickle. So he grows up without his fortune in like the scummiest, seediest part of Gotham City. And it's this R-rated script. Um, it's not great. Um, but but there's all the there's stuff in the script about how the Batmobile is like a uh, a Lincoln Continental with a school bus engine dropped into it. That's insane. And then there were all these uh, concept arts about like where they got more stylized than that, but it was like very homemade and like exposed engine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And this is like one of the few things in the script that I keep noticing that like feels like it has DNA pulled from that. I could see that. So I feel like me, I don't know if Matt Reeves read that script or what, but I think like he's definitely got a more comic accurate sort of vibe going, but oh, 100%. with that same style, this sort of like Bruce Wayne, who's definitely like building his own shit, um, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Like I like the idea that he didn't just grab a car that his company built and yes. paint it black. Yeah, it was like I'm black. Um, um, and yeah. I know Nolan, you know, addressed that in the in Dark Knight, where a guy was like, "Hey, this is that thing." So you're he Bat- did he, he point- you are Batman. Yeah, he pointed out his own like plot hole, which was great. Yeah, I and do. Then, I and do. Then Joker's like, that. "Well, you're not going to ruin the funds. I want to kill you." I, I love that. Yeah. Um, that oh, very- fuck! I love the Dark Knight. Um, <laughs> But I like the idea of Bruce Wayne, who's going to spend a million dollars on, like, materials and equipment and stuff like that, but he's going to assemble it himself. And that part of the disguise of Batman should be, you shouldn't be able to look at him and be like, oh, this guy's got to be a millionaire <laughs> because of, like, look at his high-tech suit. Yeah, look, look at, at his, his tank. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I really love this. Also, this car to me, like, 70s, 80s Batman comics. Yep. Artists were always just, like, drawing contemporary muscle cars or sports cars and then like throwing bat motifs on them God, it looks so good. um and there's definitely some of that in this this definitely looks a little bit like a mustang a little bit like a ford gt yeah and let's just cut back and he has just armor plating on it and like yeah. the, the hood has an armor plating on it yeah it's got it looks like it's got like a reinforced bumper it's got the yellow headlights so it's got it's like of a piece with that motorcycle we saw yep i like that a lot and like you get some uh you get some pattinson rocking the suit that's oh man he looks so it's going to be insane. I'm legit, like, I'll probably actually just, is it possible to just buy multiple showings in a row and just stay in the theater and yes, just watch it all? Yes, it is possible. I probably should, I probably will do that. Unless the first one hurts me. Yeah, if it's bad, I'll only watch it, like, twice. 
like Batman v Superman. <laughs> I got to be sure. Um, yeah, I had to be sure. I, I love the extended fenders evoke like the wing sort of thing just a little bit. They didn't put like big scalloped fins on it, but mm-hmm. you still get that vibe from it. I really, really love it. I'm definitely going to buy a toy or like a model or whatever. <laughs> Obviously. I'm, yeah. surprised, I'm surprised there's one out already. It'll be like six to four months before the movie drops. We're going to see all that stuff. We're just starting to get uh, Black Widow merchandise at work. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm scrolling. Th- My favorite things to do when we do these podcasts is just go through like Twitter on the topics we're like talking about and just see what the people are saying. See what the people are saying. The idiot people. Really. Well, yeah, there's some out there. Look but... at this car, so small. Ben Affleck couldn't even fit in that. <laughs> yeah, well, if you watched, it uh... is inflated suit. I was just gonna say, if you watched Justice League, you barely fit in the suit. <laughs> I do love. My friend uh, Kelly and I always joke about there's this that part of Justice League where uh, Superman picks him up in the sky and there's that reversal of do you bleed and then yes. he drops him and then Ben Affleck's like rolling around he's like yep yeah, I'm just definitely bleeding but they, he clearly can't get up yep in he's that like a suit and we're like oh they had the suit work out instead of him so he's not as strong as the suit <laughs> I can't believe oh, I don't want to go back into that how much of a clown Batman is in the like last half of Justice League did you see this. No. Somebody just made a quick comparison picture with the stunt version of the suit, but um, also a piece of like samurai armor, and that the like arm padding on the suit is very evocative of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that sort of like a uh, a tell or a show don't tell version of a uh, kind of showing his training and what what he's about. You know what's gonna be really insane with this Batmobile is I can already see like it's gonna be a chase scene, mm-hmm. and like we're gonna be following from the villain's point of view, and he's gonna be like chasing them and you're just going to hear because this engine's insane right so you're just going to hear it and you can already have that scene in my head where like they hear it but they don't see him and he turns the lights on and he's just like coming right at them and it's going to be insane it's going to be fantastic i would love to uh the other cool thing about this is like it's very unique but if you were just driving at night from certain angles you wouldn't necessarily yeah know it was a superhero yeah you wouldn't be like oh there's batman yeah you just you would just see like a black car, yeah. Until like you notice certain details or whatever, and I really like that. I like that Batman can be a little bit low key. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, he's pulling a lot of inspiration from older stuff, and like he's not afraid to do it. Like this is very like again, this is like super reminiscent of um, to me uh, the Adam West Batmobile, which is a yeah. car. I think he's definitely pulling um, some stuff that like very subtly. Um, is influenced by Adam West Batman, like the car, the, the some of the lines on the cowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cowl itself is very, um, yeah, just simple and homemade. Yeah. Um, I, 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 this is gonna be so good. Like, I keep looking at some like the shot. This shot, I sent. I think I sent it to you, but like the. Oh yeah. Where he's just like. That's he's, my uh, banner picture on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Him like turning and the capes in the. Ugh. It's a yeah. great fucking Batman. You know the other cool thing. Um, since everybody's making Fast and Furious comparisons, what this car really reminds me of is Max's Interceptor from Mad Max. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It does. It's, it's that, again, it's that very just homemade, I did this in my garage. Yeah, they're really honing the fact that he's not going to be, he's not relying on Wayne Tech at all. Yeah. 
maybe there's technology in the car that's from Wayne Tech, but yeah. you didn't just take a car whole cloth. Exactly. Or and the... I think that's the way you need to go. Because you can see in some of these pictures, you can see what's going on inside the uh, like the car, and there's definitely like technology in there. Yep. Like he's definitely like I w- I want to see what kind of like crazy tricks this thing has up its sleeve. That's always the fun part of any Batmobile. Also, no exposed guns on it. No guns. <laughs> he's not gonna be just Gatlin gun his way across Gotham. I would love it if they finally do like manage to make a Batman who employs zero guns. It's, it looks like it. Yeah. That that needs to happen. I think it's I think it is. It's going to be very just that we go back to the descriptions of what they said when they first started doing like the fights and stuff. The fights are going to be very close quarters and very. Yeah. It's just going to be like the best part of Batman vs Superman, the warehouse scene. Yeah. Where he didn't use where a gun. Yeah. But where he also actually he does pick up a gun and sh- spray bullets around the room in that scene. He does. I think he uses it as a scare tactic to get the leverage back in the fight. He does. Which is cool. <laughs> I can see it. I know. I know. I I know. I know you're going to defend. That warehouse scene is the only thing I defend. He also blows a man up with a gun at the end. Yeah. Okay, but Batman... (laughs) But in Batman Returns, Michael Keaton throws a man down a a He puts dynamite in his pants. I'm not defending. (laughs) I'm not saying Michael Keaton did. And then he walked away smirking. Michael Keaton killed a lot of people. Michael Keaton (laughs) drove his Batmobile into a chemical plant, dropped a bomb. That's true. And drove it away. He did not let those workers know it's going to happen. And then fucking machine gunned a bunch of dudes from that parade in his Batwing. Maybe this will be the first Batman that doesn't use guns. Yeah. Besides Christian Bale. Christian Bale used guns in uh like on the tumbler, like That's blew right. up cars and stuff. He used yeah, he, he did. He used them to create escape routes. Yeah. So like he used guns, but yeah, he never directly I mean he did <laughs> kill a few people incidentally, <laughs> but he also talked a lot about not killing, so it was a very like do as I say, not as I do <laughs> Batman. Yes. Um but I always that's one of my favorite part of Rises is when Catwoman like grabs somebody's gun, he like knocks it out of her hand. He goes, no guns, no killing. <laughs> That's right. And she goes, where's the fun in that? And you're like, wow, all right. <laughs> Jeez. You and this broad, huh? All right. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck in Italy if you're dead or not. Who oh, knows? Enjoy your Fernet Branca. <laughs> Hope you guys live happily ever after with that dark thought going through your head. Every year, I took a holiday <laughs> and ordered an ultra-specific drink. Well, okay, so away from Batman news, uh, I had Jamie watch Lethal Weapon. Oh, yeah? How'd that go? I liked it. You liked it? Well, I mean, they're great movies. They're fantastic. Uh, I, again, I forget. I'm watching the first one, right? And, like, I forget how hard Mel Gibson's actually going. Yeah. Like, when he has, like, the picture of his wife and he's watching Bugs Bunny. Yeah, putting a gun in his mouth. And he puts a gun in his mouth and, like, you have the back background noise of Bugs Bunny just being Bugs. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this is dark. I do like that first Lethal Weapon. Yeah. I love the end of that movie, as fucking crazy as it is, where he just fights Gary Busey on the oh, lawn. Oh, it was amazing. Of the house. And Danny was... Glover's like, let him fight. Let him work it out. I take full responsibility. <laughs> and all the other cops are like, good enough. All right, whatever. Who am I? <laughs> I was disappointed that neither of you told me it was a Christmas movie. I forgot. <laughs> I assumed that you would assume that because Shane Black wrote it. I, I don't know anything about anybody. <laughs> I, I completely forgot that it was a Christmas movie. So, my bad. But I own it now, and I own it's the uh, director's cut too. Yeah, it took oh. him 500 years to find a purchasable version of the director's cut. So the director's cut. Fucking the, angry. If you do buy it, the director's cut on Amazon, the cover is the smiley face that he shoots at the target range. 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so that's the cover. It took me a while to figure that out. Yeah. Um, it actually mainly took me buying it and going, well, I hope this is it, and then like some scenes popped up I've never seen before. So. Oh, interesting. Just extended stuff of them talking. Do they put that um, first Mel Gibson scene with the like uh, sniper in the school back in the movie? Is that in the director's cut? No. Oh. I think I think that's what is that? It's uh, like Probably towards the beginning reasons. when they show like the montages of the two of them working. Mm-hmm. Um, it's towards the beginning, and there's uh, like a sniper in a school, and the pol- police are having like their standoff, and like Riggs like shows him his gun and drops and just like walks up there. Oh. Yeah. No. Because he's, you know, he's suicidal. He doesn't he's suicidal. Care. He doesn't care. He also, I forget that he doesn't do his dislocating shoulder trick yet. That's the second That's one. That's part two, yeah. So. It's where Riggs starts to, like, soften up and become more of, like, a cartoon. Yeah. Again, ba- the first one's heavy. Yeah. First one's, like. Well, there's a lot of stuff in the second one where you can tell, like, good. Danny Glover has, like, more influence as, yeah. like, a producer. Yeah. But it does have the cool, like, South Africa apartheid. Yeah. And it's got all the great shit with Mel Gibson accusing other people of being racist. Yeah. Which is my favorite shit. Ironic. That's when he pulls the mansion down, too. Yeah. It's one of the most famous scenes. It's got that great ending. They can't They can't arrest the bad guy because he's diplomatic got diplomatic immunity. Because and then at the end, there's a big standoff, and he's holding up his scene. Well, don't spoiler like, alert. She's not going to see it. We're going to watch it next. What are you talking about? <laughs> I want to watch it. I'm going to make her watch it. <laughs> Move on to another classic. No, these are great. I like Lethal Weapon. We stop at two. We stop at two. We always stop at the second movie of any... Well, it's usually when they... Like, that's when the cliff comes. Yeah. I mean, we only watched the first two Mighty Ducks movies. Yeah, the third one's rough. (laughs) Coach Bombay's barely even in Mighty Ducks 3. It's not worth watching. Yeah. (laughs) It's another coach. It's weird. I have actually seen the The Mighty Ducks reboot's happening, though. I do love Mighty Ducks 2. My ducks those evil Swedes. Yeah. Hell, evil Swedes. <laughs> yeah, those are classics. Yeah, I watched that a few weeks ago. I love Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Sauce about my heart. It's knuckle puck time. That's my famous knuckle puck. <laughs> and you realize how long Keenan's been around. <laughs> yeah, you're like, shit, dude. <laughs> Why isn't SNL using you better? <laughs> Is he still on SNL? Yes. Yeah. He literally does the token black eye rolls. That's fine. Which is either his call or SNL's call, but I mean, he kills it every time. He like the funny thing about kills it every time. Keenan Thompson is any SNL skit when he's on, he just owns the entire skit. Yeah. And then everybody else is like trying to catch up to him, and then it's he's like not in the rest. Well, he's been doing sketch comedy like his entire life. Yeah. I re- when he first like came onto SNL, I was like, oh my god, somebody actually graduated from all that to, <laughs> <laughs> to adult, adult all that. It is. Well, yeah, that's what all that was. Kids yeah. SNL. But, uh, I fucking loved all that. Same. All that was... All that. All that. Twas. Also, a big fan of the Amanda show. And then Amanda Bynes totally went to shit. <laughs> yeah, what happened to her? She's fine. Meth. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think it was meth. But she's fine now. Yeah, she has a fast tattoo. Is it a giant? I never it's saw a, it. It covers her like, entire cheek. Oh. I'm going to pull up a reference photo. I know. Oh. Like a lot of, uh, I'm just gonna go to her Instagram. I'm a sure lot of there. cool, famous people with face tattoos. Mike, Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> Others. Others. <laughs> Amanda Bynes. Harley Quinn. <laughs> She's famous. Oh. It's pretty large. Yeah. It? It's like, it's, it looks like a potato. It's supposed to be a heart. That's a potato. Oh no. <laughs> That's a potato. And then she has that really questionable septum ring. <laughs> I don't mind it. I mean, some people can pull it off. She can't. You can like grab it and. <laughs> 
we were around. <laughs> Come check out these potatoes. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by the state of Idaho. <laughs> You can send your hate tweets to at Zachajoy. <laughs> if you just do at Zachajoy, it targets some poor guy who decided to do that first. Maybe you should do that. Run him. He took my name. Son of a bitch. Took my name before I even thought of it. Before my father thought of it. Your father and my father-in-law. It was the greatest contribution he gave. Not me. Close second. Okay, great. Good talk. Don't tell me. <laughs> I mean, he's your husband next. I'm not a mediator. You're the no, witness. He's going to be his second husband. Uh huh. No, he's going to be my wife. Okay. <laughs> Whatever works. As long as somebody's <laughs> taking. <laughs> somebody's, someone's taking care of me and driving me to the airport super early. Who's doing my laundry? <laughs> <laughs> not Jamie. <laughs> that's all that comes. That's all that matters. <laughs> Have you ever seen Pleasantville? Yes. When William H. Macy comes home and he's like, where's my dinner? <laughs> That's Zach. Is that the black and white movie? <laughs> well, it starts black and white. Is that the one where... And then it becomes color because... Is that Tobey Maguire? Tobey Maguire and Reese Witherspoon. That's it. And she introduces sex into their world and it destroys everything. <laughs> it destroys everything and gives them color as... I mean, honestly, it's sex does. Sex does. <laughs> yes. Yeah, see? For some reason, I almost said... Uh, this would have been a really weird pairing. I almost said Topher Grace and Kirsten Dunst. Amazing. It's kind of been the same thing, really. That's Venom and Mary Jane. <laughs> Don't get twisted. And he points at Kristen Dunst's butt, and he goes, my spider sense is tingling, if you know what I'm talking about. And then his super long tongue does a gross thing. And all of us are like, boo! <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and then to- Tobey Maguire streetwalks to jazz music. Streetwalks. Because <laughs> he's, he's naughty now. Oh my god. Have you watched the, you've seen the clip where they take the music out and it's just him snapping yeah. at people and it's just like, you should be arrested. <laughs> this man should go to jail. You're, you're a red, He's a menace. <laughs> Jameson is right. You're a red dot on the map now. <laughs> my favorite thing about that montage is like the one or two people that are like into it. They're like, yeah, you get it. <laughs> which, which, well, that says more about them. That they just see this man snapping down the street to no... He's not wearing headphones. Mackenzie spilled on herself. <laughs> I watched it happen. Oh, no. God. Throw it in the washer. Now it's a, now it's a stained shirt. Is that noticeable? No, you're good. Yeah, you're fine. You did it. You did it. That's okay. What did you do? Was one of my jokes so funny that you spilled your coffee? Please say yes. Oh, I need the validation on that. Thank you. Thank you. There it is. I can keep going another day. It's just me. It's just me. I need validation wherever I can get it. I've already given up on myself, so you're fine there. Uh, what else were we going to talk about? Talked about Batman. Talked about Lethal Weapon. Uh, what's next, though? Like, apart from Lethal Weapon 2, what's the next movie? I, 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 I approach it podcast by every now and then we'll mention a movie in a podcast and I go she hasn't seen it uh-huh. <laughs> so like every movie ever <laughs> and so I'm like I need to watch it 
with her. Mm-hmm. I need to educate her. Um, <laughs> I just, we can go through every Arnold movie next. Ooh, where are you going to start, though? Commando, obviously. I was just about to say Commando. <laughs> you want to watch Arnold pick up a tree? Let off some steam, Bennett. You want to see Arnold, like, in nothing but a Speedo, and then for some reason does face paint, because that makes sense? Yeah. Don't ask me. Ask the director of Commando. See Arnold hook up with Radon Chong? <laughs> she's an actress. She's Tommy Chong's daughter. I don't know who that is. The man who smokes Dude. a lot of weed. She knows who it is. Did you Cheech watch that Chong. 70s show? Oh, got it. Okay. I didn't know his first name. Chong. Of got Cheech it. and Chong. That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know his proper name. Thomas at, Chong. Usually if you're looking at Cheech, look to the right and you found Chong. I know that much. I've seen many of Cheech and Chong. You'll either see Chong or you'll see vampires. One or the other. We did. We did watch. Um. Oh no. You guys should watch From Dust Till Dawn. We did. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Okay. I've made her watch that. I've made her watch that. Salma I'm like, Hayek? this movie goes yes. zero to a hundred real quick. Putting her feet in Quentin Tarantino's mouth. Yeah. I see that scene. I'm like, fuck you, Quentin. You gross bitch. You <laughs> like? He loves feet so much. He does. And that's like the ultimate. That's the. Have you ever seen a Quentin Tarantino movie? I've never noticed. Every single woman. In a Quentin Tarantino movie, it has like a barefoot scene. Yeah. Has like I've her feet noticed. kicked up with her shoes off. Yeah. 100% well, every time. Not. Not uh uh not hateful eight. Yeah, it's hateful eight. Are you sure? Does yeah, she all wearing, ever have her feet? They're wearing boots. It's snowing. I was snowing. gonna say not Reservoir Dogs because there's no women in it. Not Reservoir Dogs either. But uh, there is that one woman. He steals a car and then she shoots him. Pulp Fiction. Kill Bill, definitely. Kill Bill. It's like most of the time. Uh, death Proof. Mm-hmm. Well, Death Proof's like close to like just porn. So <laughs> I love Death Proof. It's yeah, so it's weird. Fa- it's weird. I it's... just love Kurt Russell so goddamn much. Um, That's when like his affair with Kurt Russell started. Yeah. That's when he got him. Throw in the wash. It's worth it. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Don't do it. I guess. <laughs> if you want to. I, I mean. Um, our upstairs broom closet has a bunch of clothes on the bottom. I, I don't know how much. Not a bunch. Like put clothes in the broom closet? We keep our <laughs> yeah, we don't have Harry Potter. What else are we going to put in there? Yeah, <laughs> hey, boy, who lived? Hey, boy. Oh, yeah, we should probably do it later. Well, just throw it in there. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll throw it in there. We'll watch it. I like how we're talking about household chores on this podcast. Jackie Brown. There's Conversational podcast. There's definitely Jackie Brown. Welcome to Domesticity Cast. <laughs> <laughs> Record in the kitchen while they're making a sandwich. <laughs> uh, actually, Mick was the one that told us that uh, uh, Nagini was in Pirates and she got shot in the forehead. Yep. Like three minutes in. So Poor Nagini. Poor sexy Nagini. <laughs> she deserved better. <laughs> I mean, truly. She gets you know, killed off every time. Or turned into a fucking snake. I'm waiting for that plot twist. Is where does she just go? You know what? Now I'm gonna be a snake to Voldemort for the rest of my life. I don't think it's a plot twist. <laughs> I don't think so. Because <laughs> they show it. At what point does she actually be like, you know what? We... This is the best possible thing I can do in life. And if snake. it if it happens, none of us are gonna be like twist. We didn't see that coming. Surprise! And they told you in Fantastic Beast when she shows up that she has a curse on her and she's eventually gonna become a snake all the time. A you full-time know, snake. I wasn't listening to the movie, but also... Uh, <laughs> Jackson, technically, if she becomes a snake, isn't she nothing but a twist? Get the fuck out of what here. What does that mean? Snake's twist, damn it. Please do that. I am home. 
right. <laughs> I would like to form a Um, it's been real. She's nothing but a flat Snake twist. twist, <laughs> damn it. Yep. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Man, this coffee hit right He all thought that joke was hysterical. He thought that was the funniest thing he's ever said. <laughs> like, there. He leaned in really fucking hard, and then nobody laughed. <laughs> I'm really rattled after that. Jackson laughed pretty hard, and that's all that matters. It's the only thing people are hearing. They don't hear you. Not real. They can hear my loud-ass voice, trust me. That's fair. <laughs> Jamie and I are going to record podcasts after this, and we'll make sure everyone knows that she, she doesn't think that joke was funny. Zach made a snake joke and it was awful. Alright, welcome to the Muggle Problems. Welcome to Muggle Problems. <laughs> Number one problem, Zach's sense of humor. It doesn't exist. The limit does not, <laughs> the limit does not exist. Oh, fuck. <sighs> Jesus. Alright, well, um, I don't even know how long we've been doing this. This not has that been long. a ride. This is one of your shortest episodes yet. Well, I'm not done. Okay. I was just asking for a time check. Alright. A window into Jamie and Zach's sex life. How long have we been doing this? This is the shortest one yet. I'm not done! <laughs> just time check. Let me adjust my stroke. It's like a it's like a pit stop at a NASCAR race, you know? I'm just <laughs> There you go. Did you see Ford v Ferrari? Not yet. That was a great segue. It was a natural segue. That's why I actually get said. out of this danger zone. Um, but I, I rented it a few weeks ago, and it was really good. I heard it's really good. I really liked it. I need to watch it with my sound bar on, though. I heard like the sound it's really nice. They won an Oscar yeah. for it, so the Oscars told me that yeah. it's nice. I'm not even I'm not a big car guy, really. Just Batmobiles. But the same way that I love, yes. I'm not really a sports guy, but I love sports movies. That's fair. <laughs> I That's love fair. car movie shit, and I love famous movie cars. Same. You know what I'm terrified for now is the sequel to the Batman, where they destroy this Batmobile. You'll know that. Uh, the cool car always gets destroyed in the second movie. That's fair. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Batman Returns. Yep. Road Warrior. Yep. They're going to destroy it. Mm-hmm. But then he'll make a better one. Yeah. I guess. Well, I think like this being like an early days Batman, we're going to see some evolution in his oh, yeah. technology. The suit will change. But, like, just to be clear, there's a lot of people going, like, oh, there's going to be another suit, there's going to be another Batmobile, because they don't like this stuff, and they're insecure. <laughs> but Let's I'm fine that. with the, this suit, and I'm in love with this Batmobile. I know. Everything's great. Like, I can definitely, like, there are people complaining about the suit where I can see where they're coming from. Because yeah. it's definitely not what I hoped for. Oh, well, no, you wanted, like, blue and gray. You're I reaching. wanted, like, a bat suit. <laughs> You're reaching for the stars. You're reaching for the big dreams. Um, but I, I'm, I'm fine with the suit. I really like the cowl. Mm-hmm. And I love that it's gray and black still, and I um into the like samurai thing that they're doing with it. I like the emblem. Yeah, the more I look the at it, the more great. because it's definitely the gun that killed his parents. Yeah, and I fucking but I love this Batmobile. Like somebody who doesn't like this Batmobile, I cannot identify with as a human being. Well, it's because they're they're I think they're getting extra irrational because they realize it's this like is looking be good. at an insect. Yeah, <laughs> and like trying to understand its thought process. I think they're just looking at it and going, "Oh, this is really cool. This is gonna be a really cool Batman story." And so they're just getting really insecure. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, Ben Affleck's nice." <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I have a line. Listen, I, I'm a I was a Batflex supporter, and I was like, he did he was screwed in the end. Justice League was a hot mess. Yeah. He just character deserved better. I would like to see a origin story of why Batman now kills people. Give me that movie, which I think his original script was. Kinda... Yeah, well, I think like the whole the, I got a lot of problems with Zack Snyder, but like he was trying to tell a story in shorthand. Yeah, because he was like, oh, everybody knows who Batman is. Everybody knows Batman's deal. Um, so I can wrong. just get to this point, which he was wrong on, and it like it doesn't work. No, um, but yeah. like I did want to see more from Bat. Like I had enough interest in Ben Affleck in that role that I wanted to see what he was going to do with it. I think it would have been good just because I know Ben Affleck would have full control and there'd be no Zack Snyder. Yeah, but I'm also like I also by the time Justice League was done, I was like I I don't know that this is salvageable. <laughs> I, yeah, and that <laughs> you know wasn't. I mean? <laughs> um, so I'm to- I was I was more than fine. <laughs> With a, a new Batman in the role. Which we got. Yeah. And I think Pattinson's going to be the best. Wow. The best. You heard <laughs> it here first. I think he's got a strong chance to be the best Batman. I agree. Actually. To me, he's at like this zone of like a perfect meld of Michael Keaton and Christian Bale. Yes. Who are the two best Batman. It's true. Although, I would like to see Val Kilmer get another shot, too. Yeah, Val Kilmer, I, th- I don't think gets a, enough credit for his Batman because that movie didn't really give him a lot to do. He was and a good Batman c- in a mess. Cut his subplot out of it. Yes. Which was actually <laughs> Which a very interesting very subplot. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, you know, in- interesting stuff with a uh, Batman. Like, where do you take Batman? But mm. they cut all that out. They... Instead. <laughs> they, they had him adopt a 25-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> Chris O'Donnell needs a home. <laughs> they have a big fight on a neon island at the end. <laughs> Uh, Jim Carrey creates uh, DirecTV. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Don't worry, Jamie. You'll see it. Ugh. You'll know. I'll be drunk. I was really worried. I'm really glad that you told me. Not you'll know all. I'll be it. slightly intoxicated for Batman Forever, and I will be fucking hammered for Batman and Robin. I can't wait to watch Batman and Robin. Again. I will have to be like intoxicated to watch that shit show. Uh huh. Oh, by the way, we're having a total side conversation. That's why we're giggling. <laughs> You spill coffee on Charlie? <laughs> we can't put Charlie in the washing machine. He's cold. Aww. He's always shivers, put a blanket on him. Oh my god, my dog smells like coffee now. We're gonna give him a bath. He's gonna hate us. I mean, Wow. It's like having an air freshener that walks around. Like a candle. <laughs> the mobile scented candle. <laughs> wow. Mostly the dog. Oh, Charlie. So just, so because nobody can hear her. Uh, oh, yeah, no, they can't. Spilling coffee on Zach and Jamie's dog. That's right. Uh, Mackenzie has officially spilled coffee all over Charlie, my dog. <laughs> she dumped coffee on him. Yeah. On purpose. It was a personal decision that she made. And she would do it again. She's not sorry. Yep. She looked right into his eyes when she, when she did it. She looked into my eyes. <laughs> she, it wasn't hot coffee. She did not burn my dog. Oh, no. It was it was cold. Oh. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> He's some level uncomfy. That's fair. Um, yeah, this is exciting. I'm excited. I remember sending it to you 
as soon as I got the tweet notification. Mm-hmm. Well, this was a cool one because I woke up. <laughs> Me freaking out? No, I woke up and I went to uh, wow, you Reddit slash DCEU leaks, which wow, I check even, frequently. Uh, you didn't even open my text first. <laughs> well, I keep my phone away from my bed. It's fine. When Everyone I'm asleep. Knows. Well, because I, when I set an alarm... I need to force myself to get out of bed to turn ah, it off. That's fair. Or when I text you at 7 a.m., you don't mean to wake you up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not just you. I also have a friend who uh, who's in the sheet metal union who, like, goes to work at 6, so is up at 4. And he has zero compunction about, like, texting me at 5 in the morning. I mean, I try to be, I try to be good at it. <laughs> I also wake up at 4, but, like... Same. Yeah. Hey, I've been getting better at not texting you before, like, 10. This makes sense why uh, you didn't immediately respond to my text. It's a little upsetting. Because I'm like, where is he? This is exciting stuff. But I, I woke up and rolled over and checked it. And I was like, oh, and it said like Batmobile leaks or Batmobile revealed. And I was like, well, we'll see. Because I saw that before and it turned out to be a camera car. That's right. And everybody's a fucking idiot. Also fair. Um, but yeah, this Batmobile is amazing. Yes. It's going to be great. I have no feelings. Everything is going to be fantastic. You're going to have tons of feelings because we're just going to be watching this movie a lot. Um, well, hanging out with you two, I feel like I'm going to have feelings just injected into my body. What do you feel like? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Just to be clear, Zach's the only one injecting okay, I wasn't <laughs> anything into Jamie's body. <laughs> yeah, grosser. <laughs> That's not where I was going. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um... I don't want to start any more rumors. <laughs> Not today. I haven't heard anything else about us lately, so... There's, yeah. no, there's no break room here. Everybody forgot about you. Everybody who worked with you is gone now. <laughs> it also wasn't the break room. It was the team lead office. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> there's no cameras down there. <laughs> it's just a room full of desks. I could see it. Room full of desks. You want to put money down? What's going to be the next... No, uh, I'm cheap. What do you think... <laughs> What do you think Tell is the next reveal that Matt Reeves is going to tweet? Is it going to be Catwoman? Is it going to be Penguin, Riddler? Oh, God, I don't even know. Uh, we haven't actually fully gotten an actual reveal reveal of the suit yet. It's just been faraway shots and then a red filter. I'm really curious about, like, the cape See? and the, the length. It. I think he's... It sounds like he's never actually going to do a full suit reveal. It sounds like it's just going to be Batman with things. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm gathering now. <laughs> Batman with things. <laughs> That's the sequel. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, it's the sequel to Little Batman Things. <laughs> so, like, I could see him doing a reveal with, like, Batman with Catwoman. Mm-hmm. They w- like it would be cool that. to see them uh, do, like, a live-action version of, uh, there's, like, a famous Tim Sale kind of pin-up piece, and it's Batman and Catwoman sort of just, like, kind of lying atop the bat signal. Oh. Batman's just sort of, like, looking up disapprovingly at her. Yeah, Batman and Catwoman are fun. But yeah, I want to. I really want to see. I'm really curious about how Catwoman's gonna look in this movie. But uh, maybe he'll do like a villains piece, like the three of them together. That would be cool. That would be cool. Although Catwoman's, we'll see if she's a villain. She she really straddles that line. That's what's cool about Catwoman. Yeah, she does whatever like is best for Catwoman. Exactly. So if that's working with Batman, it's working with Batman. If it's working against Batman, it's yeah, exactly. It's fun. She just like Batman makes her life more fun. Exactly. Yeah. Who came first, uh, Black Cat or Catwoman? Catwoman. Definitely. I think Black Cat came around like in the seventies. I'm pretty sure Catwoman like was Black Cat was an answer 40s. to Catwoman. Yeah. A very late answer. <laughs> a 30 but years it's later literally answer. the same relationship with mm-hmm. Spider-Man. 
Yeah. She's a little less, like, sometimes Catwoman can be straight up villainous. Yes. And Black Cat never really is. That's fair. The really cool thing about Black Cat and her relationship with uh, Spider-Man is that she's attracted to Spider-Man and in no way attracted to Peter Parker. Yeah. So, like, when she finds out Peter Parker is Spider-Man, it kind of kills her heart on for (laughs) Spider-Man. It's the mystery. Who's behind the mask, you know? Yeah, that's what she was in love with. Turns out, the mystery, not the man. When Bendis was doing, she was just like into that tight bod in the in the spandex. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's what she's about. Um, the blue his, and red. His tight little spider butt. There's tight a little. when Bendis was doing Ultimate Spider-Man. Spider butt. They do this cool thing where they introduce Black Cat, and there's like this flirtatious thing between them. But she's like maybe in her mid twenties, and she finds out. Like, he takes his mask off, and it's, like, a 16-year-old kid, and she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. boy, <laughs> who's the villain here? <laughs> who's the real bad guy? She's like, I'm a criminal, but not this kind of criminal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a <laughs> That's right. All right, boy, go back to school. Yeah, she's like, all right. Well, fuck. Call me in two years. <laughs> go and hide. <laughs> so, anyways, I think our feelings are all up there. Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be great. It's going to be the best movie ever made. Ever. Yeah. It's going to win all the Oscars. Sure. Right won an Oscar for best movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> they created a whole new category. I saw Islander. It was shit. They, uh, I just they... watched Talladega Nights again. It was on TV. Oh. Um, I fucking love that movie. Sunday when I was at my family's house. It is good. His, his, his dinners are sponsored. <laughs> I like the dinner that's like just a banquet of Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, <laughs> and KFC. It's because his dinners are sponsored. Like, that's fucking rad. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a banquet at the White House now. It's true. You just got to win a championship and you can go get that same treatment. Get a bunch of Big Macs. When we have like, business dinners, that's going to be what happens. It's lukewarm <laughs> McDonald's lined up for you. Business Have you ever microwaved <laughs> McDonald's? Oh, you mean yes. our business? Yeah. But let's make it like high-end fast food. Let's get like the habit. Yeah. It's all a business write-off. <laughs> We're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, are we calling it? Yeah, yeah we're calling it. We're talking, about, we're talking about fast food now. People are hating this. I think they just. I think they just actually like this is threw their phone away. The least at this interesting point. conversation of the conversational <laughs> podcast. They're like, this is dumb. So they actually like, why just. Why am I listening to this? Instead of like just unsubscribing, they're just like, I need yeah. a new phone. They you just, definitely lost four of your eight listeners. <laughs> This is the final four now. Well, you're welcome to uh, final four. <laughs> are my listeners. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Seriously, thank you for listening. <laughs> this was an adventure. I do hope that we had at least one um, hardcore Snyder bro who listened to this and violently unsubscribed at the beginning. All, all we have to do. All we have to do is. Um, Basically, tweet this out and then just put hashtag Snyder Bros and see yeah. what happens. Good. Let's do it. Oh, God. All right. Um, wish us luck. Bye. Bye.